Well, hey, how's it going? Today, I want to talk about table scraps and whether they're good for dogs or bad for dogs. And and I'm trying to think of something to say that isn't something about the coronavirus. You know, it's funny with the podcast because you might listen to it right away. You might not listen to it, you know, until I have people that I listen to that that I listen to them three years later. So I don't know how, anyway, it's just kind of weird. Um, but we've been on lockdown for three weeks now and my roommate actually has coronavirus. So, so instead of doing all these wonderful things like recording more podcasts, instead I've been doing like really important stuff. I've um, read 10 books. <laughs> um, I met, uh, have you ever heard of, uh, there's a, a game on, on the Kindle that's called June's Journey, and I think I'm at a level uh, 150. Um, so anyway, I have done absolutely nothing good with my time. It's like, because I'm not supposed to leave my house, um, you know, I'm just being a total ditz. Anyway, so let's talk about table scraps. Um, I was thinking about this yesterday, because what because people have a different idea of what table scraps are. You know, honestly, real table scraps are a great idea. They're leftovers. You know, did did, did dog food manufacturers fill us? It's human grade. The rules are simple. So, you know, we, we just have to pay attention. Anyway, um, if we think about it, man has been doing this since the beginning of time, even before we had tables. Give them food, not snacks or dessert. And for heaven's sakes, remember that little Yorkie, Chihuahua, or Pomeranian has a stomach the size of a walnut. So give those table scraps accordingly. Do not feed her the same size food morsels as your pit bull or your golden retriever, or you will wonder why it's hard to see her legs under that tootsie roll body. <laughs> and then whine, you don't, then whine that you don't know why. She hardly touches her food at mealtime. Consider this. Okay, back in the day, dogs were much healthier when they ate our leftovers and not kibble. I'm talking about raw scraps of meat and fat, including bones, you know, while we were preparing meals. And after dinner, we may have had scraps of the leftovers and put it into our dog's bowl. Two major things have changed. The public has been coerced into believing that highly processed commercial dog foods are superior to meat, bones, and organs. You know, real stuff. And, of course, you and I aren't fooled. I know that. But but still, bear with me here. Because it's a funny story, if nothing, if nothing else. Um, humans, especially in the United States, don't eat as healthy as they used to. Scores of folks have climbed aboard that processed food train as well. So if you eat meals without a lot of sauces, marinades, and gravies, they are definitely good for your dog. If you eat raw fruits and vegetables, a little bit is fine for your dog. If you eat salad in small quantities, that's fine, but don't give your dog the dressing. If you eat pizza, fries, mac and cheese, or fruity pebbles, for God's sake, keep them to yourself because your dog doesn't need that. So where am I going with this? Um, I just wanted to define table scraps, you know, what they really are or really should be. Because I remember and reading an article that just blew me away. At, I'm sorry, but at the stupidity of the writer. So here's what she said. Giving 
dogs table scraps isn't recommended for a number of reasons of course dogs like people food better than dog food but it isn't formulated for their specific needs now okay so she believes dog food manufacturers we got that but she goes on to say that her husband gave their shih tzu a half a man-sized bucket of buttered popcorn and it made her shih tzu sick now Heck, <laughs> I seriously, buttered popcorn, since when is that a table scrap? And that would be around, let's see, what, what did I figure at the time? Okay, if I ate the same ratio of buttered popcorn as that little dog, it would have been 13 cups and at least two cubes of butter. Would I feel sick after 13 cups of popcorn? You better believe I would. By the way, in addition to feeding dogs table scraps, I also served popcorn to my pit bulls on occasion. But it was air popped and it was more of a game, you know, because they'd get like maybe 10 total and I would, we'd play, you know, we'd play a game where they had to line up and only get the one that I threw to them. So anyway, I would certainly never feed any dog buttered popcorn and certainly not that much. That's just absurd. Um... So what else did I want to say about this? I mean, you know, obviously, sometimes we just really enjoy feeding our dog people food. And it's fine, as long as it's real food. Um, You know, when we cook a meal, we can set a little bit aside for our dog before it's cooked. So it still has the enzymes and and the good stuff in it and uh, doesn't have spices and and, uh, condiments and gravies and all that stuff. So, you know, that's just better. Um, What else did I want to say? I'm sort of taking this. Let me look it up on the page and see if there was anything else I said when I originally wrote about that crazy woman writing the article. Anyway, the only other thing about feeding table scrubs is if you do it all the time, you know, your dog's going to beg. But we all know that. Some of us don't mind. You know, as long as with my dog, you know, Lulu is, she's 15. And she always sits outside the kitchen when I eat. and doesn't bother me at all. She doesn't sit there and beg and drool. She just lays there on the carpet while I'm in the kitchen on the, on the tile and waits just in case. But it's not a begging thing. It doesn't bother me one darn bit. So I guess that's all I had to say about that. But really, can you believe that somebody actually published an article saying that table, that, that buttered popcorn was table scraps? I don't think so. I bet her and her husband have some issues because if they think that's food. Okay, that's it. Um, tomorrow I'm going to maybe talk about the coronavirus. You know, I have hemmed and hawed over that because honestly, I'm sick of hearing about it. But I, but it, it does. I keep seeing um, kind of a comparison to, to how we see dog disease and how we're looking at the coronavirus. And so I might go ahead and do that. So we'll see. But I will talk to you soon. And I will try not to just keep reading books and playing June's Journey, but talk to you, you know. Okay, bye.